a Mexican craft brewery where you can spend the night. Gisela Williams, Eric Morse, Ellie Pithers, Michael Snyder, Christopher Quetzaitia Kelly. Plus, an exhibition of Remedios Vero's surrealist paintings, daybeds upholstered in classic textiles, and more recommendations from T Magazine. July 27, 2023. You're reading the T List newsletter. A weekly roundup of what T Magazine editors are noticing and coveting right now, and guides to the world's best hotels and destinations. Eat here. A destination bakery on the Greek island of Crete by Gisela Williams. Seen from the outside, Red Jane, a new bakery in the center of Chania, a Greek port city on the island of Crete, looks like a Berlin nightclub, with no obvious sign and a concrete facade covered in graffiti. Inside, it might pass for a New York boutique, there are Italian tiles on the floor and an exposed brick ceiling and on a long red marble counter, lit by minimalist pendant lamps, pastries are laid out like jewels in a glass vitrine. Owned by Nikos Sapidis, the hotelier behind the nearby beach resort, Amos, a favorite of the art and design crowd, the space is the first fully realized interiors project overseen by the London-based lighting and furniture designer Michael Anastasiades. A.L. Schwartz, the former head baker and co-owner of London's E5 Bakehouse, created the menu. On its opening day this month, Red Jane sold out of its chocolate-filled croissants, kaluri, Greek sesame-topped bagels, and baklava swirls by noon. Locals lingered for an hour after, despite the fact that Sapidus and Anastasiades designed the space without tables. RedJaneProject.com, https colon slash slash www.redjaneproject.com Visit this. Remedios Vero Surrealist Paintings, on view in Chicago. By Eric Morse. The Catalonia-born surrealist painter Remedios Vero was named after the Virgin de los Remedios, or the Virgin of the Remedies, who is believed to have protected and healed Spanish conquistadores during their invasion of the Aztec capital of Tenochtitlan, present-day Mexico City. Vero, too, was drawn to Mexico City when, as a young artist living in Paris in 1941, she fled the Nazi invasion of France via Marseille. In Mexico, she produced her most celebrated canvases. The Art Institute of Chicago's exhibition Remedios Vero, Science Fictions, the first major solo show in the United States dedicated to the artist in more than 20 years, is an assemblage of dozens of Vero's paintings, drawings and ephemera from that prolific period when she worked alongside her fellow surrealist expatriates Leonora Carrington and Katie Horna within Mexico City's vibrant Colonia Roma neighborhood. The trio were known collectively as the Three Witches. Vero's fascination with alchemy, pseudoscience and theosophy, an esoteric religion founded in North America in the late 19th century, are on full display in paintings such as Starcatcher, 1956, which combines elements of medieval portraiture with cosmic fantasy, a figure in glowing robes holds a net in one hand and a small cage with a crescent moon in the other. Other works, Discovery, 1956 and Vagabond, 1957, show people on the move through strange landscapes, illustrating Vero's own experiences of forced migration. Remedios Vero, Science Fictions is on view from July 29 through November 27, arctic.edu, https colon slash slash www.arctic.edu slash exhibition slash 9935 slash remedios dash vero dash science dash fictions. Buy this. Hand-blown glass charms from a French jeweler. By Ellie Pithers. 
When the French jewelry designer Charlotte Chesnays was working for Balenciaga under the fashion house's then-creative director Nicolas Gasquier, she developed a range of hand-blown glass bangles to adorn the wrists of models for the spring 2012 runway show. Now, over a decade later, Chesnays has reprised the idea for her own jewelry label with a new summer collection comprising 50 limited-edition miniature glass hoops she refers to as donuts. Individually hand-blown in a variety of iridescent colors by the same woman who made the original glass bangles in a studio outside of Lille, in northern France, the donuts can be hung from hoop earrings or threaded onto necklaces and bracelets like charms. They look like water that has been crystallized, or small ice cubes, says Chesnays, who is known for her sculptural pieces defined by swooping arcs and spirals. One donut will be offered with every purchase of Chesnays's lacquered Petit Wave earrings, which are available online, at the brand's two Parisian stores and at a month-long pop-up opening July 28, at Papa, a fashion boutique in Cadax, Spain. The coastal village was once a frequent haunt of the surrealist artist Salvador Dali, whose work is a recurring source of inspiration for Chesnays, giving the project a full-circle feel. From about $390, charlottecheesenies.com, https colon slash slash www.charlottecheesenies.com. Learn more about jewelry. Turning sand to shimmer. Mikimoto has been culturing pearls for 130 years at its scenic complex on a go bay in Japan. On a recent stormy day, we paid a visit. A modern take on mourning. Contemporary versions of jewelry made to honor a beloved person or pet can range from inexpensive vials to diamonds created with ashes. Jewelry that adds face value. In an age of less is more in fashion, focus has returned to the face. And some jewelry designers are offering septum and lip creations to ensure the public's gaze doesn't stray. You shouldn't squish these bugs. Not since the nature-obsessed Victorian era have jewelry designers expressed so much interest in the tiny beings that crawl, fly and slither among us. More on jewelry. Stories on trends and issues in the industry. https wwwnewyorktimescom spotlight jewelry action equals celic candy piggy type equals article and state equals default and module equals style and special jewelry and variant equals show on region equals man underscore content underscore and blah. Stay here. An elegant hotel on the grounds of a Mexican brewery. By Michael Snyder. When the Hercules textile factory opened in the city of Querétaro in 1846, it was only the second of its kind in all of Mexico. At its peak, the factory had employed 10% of Querétaro's population and occupied more than 470,000 square feet, but, by 2011, when Luis González established his craft brewery, Cervesera Hercules, in a small section of the old factory floor, the original business had atrophied, finally closing for good in 2019. Over the last 12 years, Cervesera Hercules has inhabited more and more of the old factory, building a sprawling beer garden and workshops for bakers, coffee roasters and textile designers, as well as offices for Goma, the architectural firm that took on Hercules's most recent major transformation, the opening of its namesake hotel. Set in the abandoned mill owner's residence, a heritage structure with graceful Palladian proportions, the 25,500-square-foot Hotel Hercules contains 40 rooms that Goma restored with the lightest possible touch, leaving brick barrel arches and chipped plaster walls intact while injecting a touch of modern glamour with mid-century furniture recovered from antique markets in Mexico City, 
about a three-hour drive to the southeast. Complete with a spa, two restaurants, an olive grove and a swimming pool installed in an unroofed wing of the factory, the hotel, which opened on July 20, will serve as the brewery's guesthouse, the equivalent of the chateaus and lodges attached to vineyards around the world. Rooms from $150 a night, hotelhercules.com, http colon slash slash www.hotelhercules.com. See this. In New York, Shelley Nero's Show of Resilience. By Christopher Kwa, https colon slash slash www.newyorktimes.com slash by slash Christopher Kwa. Modern life and ancient tradition and sorrow and laughter mingle together in 500-year-age, an exhibition showcasing the work of Shelley Nero at the National Museum of the American Indian in New York. A Mohawk artist and filmmaker, Nero uses an array of mediums, including beadwork, oil painting and photography, to explore the trauma and strength of being Native American and female. Much of Nero's work deals with memory and its complexities, how some tragedies are seared into Native American minds while easily forgotten by others. The Shirt, 2003, a short film, depicts an indigenous woman wearing jeans, aviator sunglasses and an American flag bandana, along with a white shirt displaying a series of messages, my ancestors were annihilated, exterminated, murdered and massacred. And alls I get is this shirt. But Nero also chooses to laugh in the face of grief. In a 1992 work called 500 Year Itch, a photograph of Nero shows her dressed like Marilyn Monroe and smiling. Nero sees this work as a representation of endurance over centuries of oppression. We're still here, and we'll still continue, and we still have the capability of laughing at ourselves, Nero says. Shelley Nero, 500 Year Itch is on view through January 1, 2024, AmericanIndian.si.edu, https colon slash slash AmericanIndian.si.edu slash explore slash exhibition slash item question mark id equals sign 992. Covet this. Vintage-inspired daybeds that conjure summer. By Kaitai Kelly, https colon slash slash www.newyorktimes.com slash by slash kaitai-kelly. Maison Madeline, the Los Angeles-based furniture company, has collaborated with the American Heritage brand Sister Parish on an unlikely piece, the daybed. You see a lot of them in old-world French homes and around Europe, and even on the East Coast in sunny, porched rooms, says Maison Madeline's founder, Leah Cumming. The solid oak beds feature scallop details and upholstery in one of four fabrics from Sister Parish, the textile and interiors brand run by the namesake designers granddaughter Susan Crater and great-granddaughter Eliza Crater Harris. As Harris explains, the textiles are full of references to Parish and her design firm, Parish Hadley. Mahalo is a woven check that was derived from a canopy bed that my great-grandmother had, she says, though this iteration is woven from recycled polyester that repels water and resists mold, mildew and staining. Dolly, a flower and stripe design that Parrish often used within her own houses, is one of the company's most popular textiles. Parrish stripe, a classic blue ticking, and Sintra, a botanical print from the Parrish Hadley archives, round out the selection. The collaborations collection will expand in the fall with dining chairs in a woven floral jacquard called Georgina that's made at a mill in Pennsylvania. While a daybed may not seem like a staple piece, Harris emphasizes its versatility, you could use it for a houseguest or to lounge on and read a book, or for your dog to lay on in the sun, or curl up on it with a glass of wine, she says. It's actually quite practical. 
$8,500, shopmaisonmadeline.com, https colon slash slash shopmaisonmadeline.com. From T's Instagram. A Lebanese feast at a traditional Dutch canal house.